There was a lot of drama around Zion Williamson on Twitter yesterday, but could this be the final straw that forces the Pelicans to trade him? It sounds insane, but I'll explain why the Pelicans might be fed up enough to do it. It's today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Thursday, we are scrapping the plans for the rest of the week because Twitter was lit up yesterday with some Zion Williamson drama. And I'll be honest, this is probably a show I never thought I would be doing and wasn't even planning on doing a show around this with the initial announcement that kind of set everything in motion. And if you're not an always online person, I'll explain what it is here in just a second. Today's episode, by the way, of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA, and when you enter promo code LockedOnNBA, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. No one else comes to you like this, breaking down everything you want to know about the team, including drama around Zion Williamson that really on the surface doesn't seem connected to the team, but this is why you come to a show like Locked On Pelicans, where I know what's going on around the franchise, where I can talk to people within the franchise and get a little bit of insight to share with you here. And I do think this comes up in today's episode. So what happened if you're not always online? And I want to be very clear up front with all of this. I'm not really, I'm not passing any judgment on what Zion is doing. And I personally don't care about the drama. But what the drama is, is yesterday or the day before, Zion announced that he's having a baby. They announced it with a gender reveal that we all saw. Congrats to Zion. Then the next day, a different girl with over a million followers and an OnlyFans account went on a Twitter rant because she thought she was Zion Williamson's girl and maybe not and shared a lot of explicit details, which we're not going to share on here. I'm not going to put names or anything out there. If you want to search it out, be, be my guest. We don't need to go into really any of the things that were said. We got our jokes off. Yes. And it was funny, right? It was a great moment. But ultimately, this really shouldn't be something we care about. Do whatever you want in your private time as if you're not breaking laws or doing anything really ethically dubious. And, you know, if he's dating someone and then cheating on with someone else... It, you know, I don't think that rises to the standard of like, we got to get involved here, right? Like the NBA is not going to get involved with this. And if you compare it to say the John Morant situation, this doesn't even come close. It's not even in the same like country or realm of all of that. And it really isn't something that we need to talk about here. We we will because we have to now. So, you know, we can get our jokes in with all of this, right? If This is how Zion stays in shape, man. Keep it up. Keep doing you and be the best guy you can be out there on the court. This is also not something that like veteran leadership needs to be involved with or anything like that. You can 
talk all you want about the women involved, but we don't know them personally, and I'm not going to pass judgment like that. And I'll even tell you in the third segment how this could end up actually being a, a good thing, and there is a positive way to look at this. But it's a lot of drama, drama that will blow over in a week, I think, and no one will really care anymore once we you know, get past the jokes on Twitter, but it's drama, and it's unnecessary drama at that. And I wonder how ownership, specifically Gail Benson, views this. And I'm going to, again, be upfront with y'all on everything here. This is an assumption I'm making. This is conjecture. This is hypotheticals. But Gail Benson is very religious, very conservative. And the teams, the Saints and the Pelicans as franchises, really hate being the butt of jokes and being embarrassed. And this was the main story until the Chris Paul news, which, by the way, if you're an everydayer, that's going to be on tomorrow's show. Well, we'll look at Chris Paul reuniting with New Orleans. This was the main thing. And you wouldn't really say, given some of the tweets that the other woman was putting out, really look great or reflect anyone in the most positive manner. So with the franchise hating things like this, hating negative publicity, is Gail Benson, who might look at this and be like, what the heck is going on? Is she going to go, hold on here. I hate this. I don't want Zion Williamson on the team anymore. We don't want to do business with a guy that acts like that. I wouldn't say it's outside of the realm of possibility. And even if the front office doesn't want to trade Zion and hold that thought for a moment for the next segment, what if ownership basically says, nope, you need to move him now? Especially when you factor in everything else that has gone on, the injuries, the at times immaturity, maybe not taking his rehab as seriously as possible, the questions of does he really truly want to be here? You know, this is a situation that maybe just they go, we're fed up and enough is enough. You don't want to be the team that trades Zion Williamson away. And they're very clearly trying to still be in the Zion Williamson business, restructuring the medical staff, the player performance and care staff to more or less appease Zion Williamson. That's why they're doing that. I also think there were valid questions about that group as well. But when you just get, look at everything with Zion, it's, it's always something, isn't it? And when do you just get so tired of that? And so for a very religious, conservative governor, owner, right? It took Gail Benson a while to switch from owner to governor, which is something the players really feel is an important thing. And they kind of held out on that about as long as anyone else did in the NBA. Is she going to look at this and be like, you know what? We are not dealing with this. This is not how I want the players on the team to act. I don't agree with that. I don't think this should matter in any decision you make personnel-wise, but I'm also not Gail Benson and the one making the decisions. And from what I know about her, from what I know about the team, this is something they're probably looking at and being like, are you effing kidding me? This is what this guy is going to do this season after only playing 29 games? It goes from a quick congrats, Zion Williamson, on your upcoming girl, to this. And now, if you Google Pelicans, this is the first thing that comes up. That's not what they want at all. And so are they potentially going to be fed up? Even though the front office, you know, in theory, doesn't want to trade Zion Williamson, right? This is a group, I think, that looks at this and is like, oh, wait, no, we want to be in the Zion Williamson business as they have been for a while, as they're doing right now. Oop, that just jumped up there um, because they're changing a bunch around. So... It seems like they don't want to trade him, but what if this is exactly the type of thing the front office has been hoping for? 
waiting for, an excuse to trade Zion Williamson. I'll explain what I mean by that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by eBay Motors. I work on all of my cars and I want the parts to fit. I've ordered parts that look cheaper elsewhere and then you get it and it doesn't quite fit the car. Whether it's just not an exact fit, now you can't put other parts on top of it or it's just off by a little bit and you can't even get it on in the first place. It makes what should be a quick fix for your car last several days and get infinitely more expensive and that's just not what you want but with ebay motors they have the ebay guaranteed fit so you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around you just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back and ebay motors has over 122 million parts to choose from so you'll be back driving in no time so get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices. That's where I get all of mine from. I just put four new brake calipers on the Corvette over at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, completely free. There's no Locked On Pelicans Plus or anything like that. And if you want to support the channel, best thing you can do, become an everydayer. We're giving you draft coverage that you don't get anywhere else. Just look to the four most intriguing draft prospects in yesterday's show for the Pelicans. Tomorrow, big Chris Paul news. The Suns are waving him, potentially trading him. Will the Pelicans get in that mix? Should they even want to be in that mix? That's what we're going to look at. And we're giving you a show that I never thought I was going to be doing today. The ramifications, and there are some, with... The Zion Williamson drama yesterday. So listen Monday through Friday and comment down below on YouTube. So I just said, ownership might just be like, screw this. They won't, they'll say it in much politer terms than that. But this just might be the final straw where they're like, enough is enough. We don't want to be in the Zion Williamson business anymore. And while the front office seems like they're trying to appease him because he's a generational player and look, I've long said you don't trade Zion Williamson, even with the injuries. And I'd rather go down with the Zion Williamson ship than trade him away and just try and be like an eighth seed every single year. You're not going to go on a run that the Heat went on. And if you're trying to win a title, Zion's the type of guy that can actually lead you to one. I don't think they have another one of those guys on the roster right now. And that's not even a big slight to Brandon Ingram. It's just the reality of the situation. And you're not going to get one back in a trade. And then you're hoping to draft one that could be as good as Zion Williamson. But the availability has been a big concern. Immaturity has been a big concern too. His camp has been a big concern too. And I will touch on the camp part in the next segment of today's show. So if the team just wants to get rid of him, but look, you can't trade Zion Williamson. Is this what they've been waiting for? An excuse. And look, based on my conversations with people with the team, there are times when they feel very fed up with Zion. Very fed up with Zion. Not enough to necessarily want to trade Zion Williamson away or actively start to do that. Again, they're really trying to appease him with a big deal shakeup of the, the training staff. But it, it's in their minds in some capacity, and you know they've worked through some trade scenarios or what the return for him would be. What if this drama is the excuse that they've been waiting for? You don't want to be known as the person who trades away Zion. But to get an out like this, to kind of put the blame on him, 
it gets you a little bit around that, I think, to go, look, he's just not a true professional. We don't want to do this. We don't think we can win with this guy. We want to move on from him, and we want players that are going to work hard, that are going to be great off the court, and are going to be out here on the basketball court playing for us, leading us to wins. You know, we've heard some rumors of does he want to be here or not. He said all of the right things. Actions have been a little bit different at times. He doesn't really spend a lot of time around the team in the offseason doing offseason workouts. He doesn't necessarily need to, but you'd certainly like it. And now you have just this unnecessary drama that, again, I don't think matters. I'm not judging. Do what you want. But you can't say this looks like a true professional here. And so I wonder if the team might use this as an excuse to just get out of the Zion business. I like that phrase that Howard Beck said when he was a guest on the show and kind of put the blame on him and absolve yourself of that a little bit. Now, all of a sudden, you're not the bad guy and trading away Zion Williamson looked like the correct thing. And I also think if they're going to do that, it would be around this time of the year. I think the Pelicans absolutely love Scoot Henderson. If you remember, if you're an everydayer and you listened to yesterday's show, I said we're going to talk about the Pelicans trading for Scoot Henderson on Friday's episode. Everything kind of went out the window here with the with the planning for the show, given this news. But I wanted to do that show specifically and maybe look at both Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson being traded for the second or third pick, because I think they love Scoot Henderson really think Scoot Henderson is going to be a star and would also like to be in the Scoot Henderson business. So they might be looking to get rid of what they think of as a, you know, an unbelievably talented all NBA level problem guy and bring in a future potential all NBA talent that they see him and not have to deal with all the headaches and everything. And you also have the added benefit of this, of kind of resetting your salary cap situation. They're hurtling close towards the luxury tax. They're going to need to be in there eventually. We've wondered if ownership will pay that. They're one of two franchises that has never paid the luxury tax. And if they don't want to get in there yet, or if this team is too expensive and you know you're going to have to break it up in the future, I mean, look at Chris Paul, right? Wait, And we'll talk more about this tomorrow, but the Suns waving him, getting rid of him and trying to move on from him basically gets them under that second apron, which is going to become really punitive to teams in the future. That... You don't need to worry about that if you don't have Zion Williamson in that extension on the books. Same for if you don't have Brandon Ingram in his potential future extension or even the contract right now on the books. And you get a young guy that's cost-controlled that you're going to have for at least seven, eight years on his rookie deal and then a second rookie deal. That sounds appealing, I think, to potentially a small market team that unfortunately is trying to deal with not having maybe as much spending power or finances as some other large market teams. And you don't need to have the stress of, is Zion going to play or not? You know, does he want to be here or not? Is a, is a trade request coming in the future? And there's nothing to indicate that there is. And frankly, if you want a big silver lining here, the other woman says that he was going to move her to New Orleans. So if you're going to spend that kind of money moving some I don't know even what word you would use. I don't think mistress is the right word. Partner isn't the right word. I don't know. You're going to move someone here means he's going to be here. So frankly, that seems like a good thing, but you don't need to worry about the stress and all the publicity that comes with it and can just focus on building the right kind of team. And if they like Scoot Henderson that much and you want an excuse to get out and off of Zion Williamson, 
Here's maybe the time to do it when there's a prospect you really like. I haven't looked at next year's draft, but if there's not a guy they really like there and no one you'd trade Zion Williamson for, well, then you're not going to trade Zion Williamson. But I think they could look at Charlotte or Portland, and to be safe, you would need to do it with Charlotte because you don't know if they're going to take Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller. We've heard they're leaning towards Brandon Miller. But do you want to trade into the third spot, give Zion to Portland, and then all of a sudden Scoot Henderson gets taken at two and you're stuck with Brandon Miller, who will be a fine NBA player but not the guy you really coveted. So you need to kind of do this with Charlotte to really understand, you know, feel safe about what you could do. Or another team might trade with Charlotte and take Scoot Henderson. So would you be comfortable trading Zion Williamson to the Hornets and rolling the dice with Scoot Henderson and going forward. And if you just need an excuse to do that, you can do it right now and you could spin it super well. He's never healthy. You know, we have questions about his maturity. We don't think he wants to be here. So we're going to move on from him and we're going to bring in a guy who wants to be in New Orleans and Scoot Henderson and that we think has the same type of ceiling as Zion Williamson who's going to be out there on the court. You win that press conference. You throw Zion Williamson completely under the bus, but you win that press conference. So if ownership's on board with it, given Gail Benson's nature, and the team needs an excuse, the front office needs an excuse, is this it? I wouldn't do it over this. Personally, I'm not judging here, Zion. Do your thing. Have, have all the fun you want, and I mean that. But I'm not the one running the teams. But there is also a different perspective and a silver lining from this. And if the team's going this far to appease Zion Williamson, maybe this is something that they feel could be a good thing, actually, for him in the long run. And let's take a look at what that is. I'll explain a little bit more. Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs are awesome. These shorts and pants make you look Great. The Bird Dog Stretch Khaki Shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and legs, giving you a truly sculpted look. They basically do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They're also that like light material. You can get them with the linings in there. So you can throw these on and go for a run and then go meet your friends for happy hour after. And no one is going to know that you're wearing these super comfortable shorts. You're going to look like you're wearing something that is way more expensive. And with the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric, it's going to keep you cool and dry all day long. I I wear these all the time. I was moving things around. I'll wear them working on the cars outside. You would think that they would get gross. They don't. They're awesome. They fit great. They make me look good. It's an important part of all of this. So go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA and enter promo code LockedOnNBA for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here, Monday through Friday, doing shows we didn't think we were going to do. And look, there's going to be shows that are done. There's going to be people that are going to talk and make their jokes about all of this. And it's funny. Like, it's funny. The drama was legitimately kind of funny and entertaining for a couple of hours yesterday. But there's also big, important things to consider with this team. And people's actions factor into all of that. And so, well, there's a couple jokes here in the show. I want to give you a show that looks at this in the context of the Pelicans and why this actually does matter, even if it seems like it shouldn't. And that's the type of coverage you get here on Locked on Pelicans. So please become an everyday, listen Monday through Friday. And if you want to support the channel, comment down below on YouTube. 
We're also doing the Locked On Pelicans Community Mock Draft. DM me if you want to be in. You get assigned a team. You make the pick. Simple as that. And tomorrow's show, we're going to look at Chris Paul returning to New Orleans. News about a potential split with him and the Phoenix Suns. Does an aging Chris Paul make sense on this Pelicans team? Given all of this today, do they need more maturity? You know, locker room presence, as we all have heard. We'll talk about that in tomorrow's episode of Locked On Pelicans. But today we're talking about Zion and the drama. And again, I'm going to reiterate, I don't care. Man, do your thing. Whatever it is you want to do in your personal life, if you're not actively like hurting people, breaking the law, and doing things that are like really morally dubious, and he's not doing that here, in my opinion, I'm, I don't care. But let's look at this also from a different perspective. Is this maybe a good thing? I've been asked that a lot these past couple of days. Like, Jake, how are you going to spin this in a positive way? I got you. I got you. We have had concerns, and this is all speculation here too, and to be perfectly honest with y'all, I probably shouldn't be the one kind of delivering this message, but it comes from another NBA player too. I'm, I'm 37. I have no kids, okay? So I don't know what it's like to be a parent. I don't know if having a kid forces you to grow up a little bit more and be more mature. But that's kind of the hope here. All of a sudden, he's a father. And with that comes different responsibilities and probably forces you to change your life and your lifestyle a little bit. Zion needs to make some lifestyle changes. It feels like he needs more maturity there. Is this something that's going to be the catalyst for that? You know, we when we looked at that gender reveal video, did you see his mother or stepfather in there, or even his younger brother, Noah? I didn't. And that's a little bit odd to me. I find that kind of like eyebrow raising interesting. And I'm not going to read too much into it because I don't know the specifics. But look at what happened with Lonzo Ball. He openly talked about having a kid forced him to kind of become his own man, to grow up and start making his own decisions and take more charge of his own life. And it distanced himself from his father, LeVar Ball. Didn't like maybe distance them in terms of how close they were, but it felt like LeVar Ball started to take a backseat when that happened and that Lonzo Ball started making his own decisions about shoes, other things like that. And that really helped him grow in his career. The reason his career is stalled right now is because of injuries, not due to immaturity or anything like that, which is what we were concerned about at one point with his father. You know, we joke about all of this and the jokes are funny, but what if this ends up being a good thing? What if this is the, mo- the, you know, the event, the catalyst that forces Zion Williamson to kind of become that consummate professional that we've all hoped he would be? That could be a good thing. You know, there's also negatives. You're going to be up taking care of a kid during the season. You get tired. Look at CJ McCollum. Look at one year Drew Brees had like a newborn and he had that awful kind of down year. And you got to wonder, was he just kind of sleep deprived because of all of that? But if you look at Lonzo Ball in the past and how he changed as a person, the hope there is for Zion Williams, you know, the same thing to happen with Zion Williamson. So yes, there is a potential, you know, real positive in all of this other than just being happy for the guy having a kid. He's having a daughter. He's going to be a girl dad. And he looks really excited about that. And that's awesome. That's why I wasn't going to talk about this on the show. There's nothing to say other than congrats for Zion, really. But then you start to see how this maybe makes the team look. And what does the front office think? What does ownership think about all of that? And more questions start to come up. And I wanted to pose those all for you in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. This is the type of analysis you're only going to get here. 
covering the team Monday through Friday. So become an everydayer. Support the channel by, by listening Monday through Friday, by commenting down below on YouTube. Let me know what you think about all this. Be civil and nice in the comments. I don't have to turn them off. And tomorrow, for the everydayers, we're going to get to talk about Chris Paul, who had some recent things to say about New Orleans that make you go, wait, did he know this was coming? Is there something already kind of in the works here? I'll let you know what that is in tomorrow's episode of Locked On Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow.